What if I told you that you could live the life of your dreams? What if I told you that you learn a lot in high school and some of it's helpful, but none of it really prepares you for the real world? Where do you learn how to start your own business? How to pick a career? How to grow and excel by doing what you love and not what you were told? How to pay taxes and invest? Who teaches you how to win with your money and live your best life in the process? I do. You're listening to Mia Reveals. Hello again, everyone. I hope that you all are doing well. Welcome back to the show that is committed to helping you win with your money and live your best life in the process. But in the day and age that we are currently living in, um, gas prices are making it extremely difficult to live any kind of life right now. So winning with your money may seem almost impossible. With the market on a deep, deep, deep dive downwards and inflation at a 40 year high i think that's what the article said 40 year high what moves should you be making with your money to make sure that you come out on top well first we're going to tackle the question in the title is it better to save or invest and really quickly for those who may be unfamiliar with the difference between the two Saving involves setting cash aside for future use. It's when you stash money away in a cookie jar or under your mattress. Banks offer basic savings accounts and even high yield savings accounts where you can earn a very small return on your money as you save more. This return is often lower than inflation. So over time, as your money sits, you are actually losing value in your money. Of course, you're earning more than what is in your cookie jar, but not by much. I have several Instagram posts and YouTube videos on this subject, and I will link them in the show notes. Investing, on the other hand, is set up to beat inflation because in a typical market, very unlike the one we are in right now, this is not the typical market, okay? When we are not on the brink of recession, you would earn returns that are higher than the rate of inflation. So as prices increase over the years, your money is also increasing, but it's at a faster rate. The question now, I guess, is... Is there even a point to doing either? Inflation is super high and the market is super low. So what's the benefit of saving or investing? But let me tell you something. This super high inflation is actually emphasizing the importance of both. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. If your budget was already tight and you are now spending triple the amount at the pump than you were before or $500 only gets you a third of the groceries you used to get, then having a savings account would be beneficial right now to help carry you through. My heart aches at the thought of people relying on credit cards to help them manage living with these crazy prices, but it's happening. So if you're able to set any money aside, even just a little bit, I would still definitely recommend saving your money. If you need it, you'll have it. If you don't need it, then great, leave it. Because if this economy teaches you anything, is that you will need it at some point. And I guarantee the loss of value due to inflation will be minuscule compared to the interest rates that credit card companies charge. So there's that. As far as investing, even though today, Right here and now, most investments are showing negative returns. The benefit is that if you can afford to invest, then you would be getting those stocks at a discounted price. Remember episode three? I told you that Amazon stock was splitting and at $3,000 per share, it would split to $145 per share. Well, because of the downturn of the market, when it split, the price per share actually dropped to $122, even lower than expected. The market is still going down. So yesterday, Monday, June 13th, 
Amazon stock price closed at $103.67. How do I know? Because I have been watching it so I can buy it and I'm literally playing a game. How low can you go? Hey, how low can you go? Ow. Because <laughs> we should know by now that every company in the world whose stock price is dropping is not because they suck at handling their business, okay? Every company can't just be that bad. The economy is in the toilet. But you, me, and that Amazon truck that stays parked at our mailboxes all know there is more value in Amazon than is reflected in their stock price. And when it goes back up, for everyone who can take advantage of these low prices and does, they will see some pretty significant returns whenever the market recovers. And that goes for more than just Amazon, guys. I've just been talking about them, so I like to keep it consistent. But do your research. There are some great investments out there selling for the low low right now. But getting back on track, another thing that today's inflation rate has made abundantly clear is that if you are not saving and investing for retirement, then you have to start as soon as you can. Downturns in the market are always harder for those in retirement because they count on that money they have invested to generate income for them in retirement. Most retirees lived on fixed incomes, whether they are relying on pensions, government benefits, or investments meaning that their income does not change. So no matter how high these prices get, their fixed income remains the same. And if they count on investments, which are losing money, then there is no income from that. And if they don't have any other sources of income and they don't have anything saved, then not only are they losing money in the markets, but they are also having to pull from that money to survive. So they're just taking losses everywhere. Man, it's really hard to do math on a podcast. That's the only thing I like about doing YouTube better. I'm able to show the math. So I will probably illustrate this on Instagram. But if you are retired and you have $1 million saved in investments, if you live off a 8% return rate, then you would have about $80,000 to live off for the year. That's not bad, especially if you have limited your expenses. But year to date, I think the S&P 500 index is down about 13%. Down, like as in negative 13%. So investments are not generating income. So now that $1 million after losing 13% of its value is only $870,000. And let's say you pull 100,000 to get you through the year because inflation means that $80,000 salary isn't gonna cut it anymore. Then it's down to 770,000. So did you get that? We went from a million dollars at 8% rate gets you $80,000. But today the rate is down 13%. So there is no money being earned on these investments. After 13 after a 13% loss, $1 million goes down to $870,000. And if you pull 100,000 out because you need to live still, then you you only have $770,000 left. To some, that may seem like a lot, but when you're retired and that balance is what you are counting on to get you through the rest of your life, not just a year or two, more like 20 to 30 more years, fear can definitely start to settle in. And that right there brings us to how to recession-proof your finances. Contrary to popular belief, the economy as it is today does not change the financial guidance I would typically give. If anything, it highlights the importance of it. What do I tell you across all of my platforms? Number one, get rid of debt. Get rid of unnecessary debt. Get rid of expensive debt. Credit card debt is the worst because it has the highest interest rate. Let me tell you, it's a lot easier 
to afford rising prices if you weren't still paying on the gas you charged to your car at last year. If you're able to pay off some debt, then that is definitely going to help you fare better in this economy. If you are strapped for cash, it is okay. Continue to focus on providing food and maintaining the roof over your head. Let me make this clear. If you feel like you've been going through it for a while, financially or otherwise, it's because you have. This didn't just start, y'all. COVID hit in 2020, and the economy has been a mess since. They just tricked y'all into thinking otherwise with those little stimulus checks. But the market and unemployment was down then. Now employment is up, or at least the job market is open. But the stock market is still down, inflation is high, and the economy is in the tank. And it's 2022. So don't get down on yourself if you feel like you've been working hard to do better and you just can't seem to catch a break. It's the times you're living in. Pat yourself on the back. You're getting it. You're doing it. Don't give up and keep at it. And then once you feel like you've caught a break and you can come up for some air, then start putting the focus on getting rid of that debt. Number two, I have always advised you to have an emergency fund. And I kind of spoke on that a little bit earlier. When emergencies pop up, you don't need to be popping up at loan sharks or swiping your credit card. You should have the cash saved and easily accessible. I promise you, being prepared can turn major stressors into minor inconveniences. And remember guys, the more you get rid of debt, you can reduce how much you need saved in your emergency fund. Why? Two reasons. Number one, if you lose a source of income, you will have less expenses to worry about because you have gotten rid of those debt payments. And two, as emergencies rise, because you don't have those debt payments anymore, you can do more with your paycheck. So now you literally have more cash at your disposal when faced with emergencies. So you still want an emergency fund, but that just lets you know how key getting out of debt is. And once you've mastered that emergency fund, then I recommend that you have a sinking fund. A sinking fund is a savings account you set up for a specific purpose. So if you want to buy a house or a car or some new furniture, set up a sinking fund for that amount so you don't take out any more credit. Look, I don't care if you're only able to save $10 a paycheck. Save the $10. It seems small, but it adds up like you wouldn't believe. If you come into extra money, you guys, I have to be honest. If you're on a tight budget, this is not the economy to splurge. I hate to say it, but I have to be honest if I want to help. Right now, your focus should be getting rid of unnecessary expenses and stacking your cash because we don't know how long the economy is going to be like this and we don't know if this is as bad as it'll even get. So you come into some money, do the right thing for you and your family and take care of your finances. Now, when that's said and done and you are able to invest, then you need to be investing because you cannot save your way to wealth. Can't do it. Not only do you need to invest, but you need to diversify your investments. In episode 10, I think, we talked about other ways to invest that don't involve the stock market. And I remember specifically mentioning how poorly my index funds were doing at the time, but our real estate property on the other hand, like night and day, baby, literally. So invest diversify your investments meaning invest in more than one way don't just have a 401k but have some other investments generating additional passive income which brings me to the last key to recession proofing your finances and that is to build multiple streams of income build multiple streams of income i cannot stress how important this is 
Relying on only one income is so dangerous. And if the last few years have not taught you this, then what rock have you been living under for real, for real? When you are young, build as many streams of income as possible. I say when you are young because you can actively work different streams while also building on methods that will eventually lead to passive streams of income. And passive income, by the way, means you can sleep and still be making money. It takes little to no effort and you are making money. But even if you have multiple sources of income right now, the prices are still high, okay? And it's annoying, but I'm not gonna go there. Just imagine this, you retire debt-free. You hear me? You are retired debt-free, no mortgage, no anything. The only expenses that you have are food, utilities, gas, insurance, and whatever shopping and travel that you do. In addition to your retirement income generated from your investments, you have passive realty income, as well as passive income and unrealized gains from other investments. And to top it all off, you have a year's worth of expenses saved. Then boom, a recession hits. Now in this scenario, how worried are you? You don't have any debt to worry about. You don't have to touch your retirement or worry about losing value because you have an emergency fund saved. You have other sources of income if needed, and you have unrealized gains that you can tap into if you need them. But because you have set yourself up so pretty, you probably won't need to touch anything but your savings depending on how long the recession lasts. So what does that tell you? Stock market crashes, economic downturns, AKA recessions, can literally just be pains in the butt and nothing more if you prepare yourself and get your finances in order. And that goes for retirees too. And if you are nearing retirement, then I hope you are starting to save and invest even more because this inflation rate has definitely let me know that we're gonna need more at retirement because these prices are unpredictable. $1 million yesterday is not $1 million today. So yeah, get rid of those expenses and you won't need as much. But I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and learned a whole bunch of stuff. For illustrations and additional financial guidance, go follow me on Instagram at Mia underscore reveals underscore YT, my website MiaReveals.com, and my YouTube channel Mia Reveals, all linked in the show notes. Until the next time, guys, have a good one.